Hey, hello, everyone out there. Welcome to another episode of the PlayStation Report. I am Frank, and on the other end of this call here is Tyler. Hey, Tyler, what you doing? I'm recording a podcast with you. Oh, really? Okay, that's that's what you're doing. Uh, hmm, maybe yeah. that is what we're doing right now. Yeah. Uh, yeah, a podcast about video games. I'm sure nothing's going to happen between, I mean anything else in the world between now and next time we we do this but yeah uh video games i'm not worried about the world <laughs> no uh. <laughs> no yeah there's only like a major major event happening this week i mean there was only like a guy caught <laughs> trying to sneak in with guns and ammo <laughs> yeah yeah it's it's all uh, perfectly normal yeah normal country we live in right uh <laughs> Yeah, definitely. You know, I mean, we, we've talked enough about this, but yeah, video games is uh, is a way we escape sometimes. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, we played some. I, I know for a fact that we played some video games, um, at least one of them, because we played it together. And then maybe some other stuff. Tyler, Tyler, I mean, unless there's anything else you want to talk about. Uh, I guess well, we, we, hmm. there, there's one thing that I thought about this week that I wanted to throw out because I was looking at my cats and okay. I'm like, does a cat's hair grow? Like once they're pretty fully grown, does their mm. fur grow anymore? Well, or is it like, like it I grows, is... but it replaces itself and I don't know. It really fucked up my head. <laughs> I mean, I assume like it grows to a certain length and it sheds, and then new hair grows underneath it, uh, around it. Right? I mean, that—that's how how shedding animals work, right? They just yeah. The hair grows to a certain length. They shed it, and hair is already growing to that length by the time that happens. I mean, it's. I don't know, man. Yeah. I'm not. I don't. I don't study animals. <laughs> No, it's, there was it's a something... time where I was really into that kind of shit, but like, <laughs> I, that was when I was like ten years old. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's just something that that kind of fucked with my head because I'm like, man, I look at you every day, you cat, and your fur looks exactly the same. It's exactly the same length, but like, if I don't cut the hair on my head, it gets a little out of control. But then I think of it of like. I don't know. Would you shed if you let your hair grow? <laughs> yeah, no, I don't know. But th- but then I thought about it. I'm like, okay, the arms, the hair on my arms doesn't really grow that much. Maybe it's just growing more slowly. Maybe. Maybe. Because, you know, just, like so, some old people get, uh, you, you see, I mean, it's it's a thing. Like old people getting really hairy. Like, I don't oh, think yeah. they're getting really hairy. I think the hair's always been there. It's just. It's just grown that long. <laughs> oh yeah, there's some older, older people that are just super hairy. You're like, holy shit, mm-hmm. that's not even possible. Yeah. <laughs> ah, whatever. A little um, bit hairy is what's going. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I, it's just this dumb thought I had this week. But uh, anyways, yeah, I've, I've played some video games. Um, okay, Tyler, how how far are you into your F1 season? I just finished Japan. Oh, um, 
great. <laughs> so I have four races left. I'm 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 legitimately going to just finish this week and I'm going to delete this game off my console and so that way I can like play Hitman three or something like that. Okay. Um <laughs> just because I, I I don't know, I just keep keep playing it. It's it's a fun time. I mean nothing Super new there, other than, you know, this season's been a lot of fun, I think, because the championship battle for me is actually pretty close. Um, went into Japan with a 20-point lead over Lewis Hamilton, and I, I qualified horribly. I think I qualified 12th. Um, I just kind of lost it a little bit in the middle of the track. and uh, So I, I worked my way up to, I think, 7th. I think 7th, 8th, around there is where I was kind of racing. And Lewis Hampton was second. And I'm like, well, fuck. Like, I don't see myself getting too much higher than I am right now. And so this is really going to close that championship fight between me and him. It'll be a lot of fun. And then literally halfway through the race, Lewis Hamilton's out of the session. And I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, how's this fucking happen? And... I don't know. It's, like, cool because I could win, but, like, I don't know. I I wanted that real, like, exciting championship battle because I feel really good about the rest of the tracks anyways. But who knows? We'll see. Um, Otherwise, that's that's that. It's a good game. All right. So... Yeah, been been doing some F one. I also have done some Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Not a lot, um, but I started the Kent quest line, and um, that area is pretty interesting so far. There's a lot of cool, like I don't know, kind of hideouts and fortresses that are actually really huge, and and it's basically the edge of England. So. There's all these cliffs and stuff that you can kind of climb and some really cool, like, underground areas on the beach. And overall, I think it was it's one of the coolest areas I think I've been to. So I'm about halfway through that that quest line and just, yeah, that, that game keeps trucking along. Um, and let's see, what else did I do? Played some more Sackboy. Uh, I am into the third world now. Um... So yeah, I mean it's cool though the boss fight at the end of the second world. This game's it was it was a cool boss fight, but it, the game overall is just like super fucking easy. Um, it's it's fun to go through these levels though because they they are creative. They're it's sometimes after you play a, ga- a platforming game such as like Crash Four that just fucking destroys you. It can be kind of fun to to play something simple like this and just see the creativity there that's in this game and. Um, yeah, it's, it's overall, it's, I mean, it's fine. It, it, there's not a lot of, like, moments in this game where you just feel overwhelmed, like, um, like the platforming's really hard, or they're throwing a lot of enemies at you, or you have to platform while fighting enemies. It's, most of the time, it's pretty straightforward. They might not throw more than, like, three enemies at you at once, and they're pretty easy to beat, but it's a, it's a fine, fine time, so I'm gonna... Try to rip through that game. Um, And then the final thing outside of you and I playing Apex, which we'll talk about, is um, last weekend, so while watching the Steelers completely fall on their face, um, 
I was playing a lot of Ratchet and Clank going Commando. All right. And man, what a what a fucking game! Uh, I'm I I'm so glad that I'm replaying this game because uh, like a lot of a lot of memories are flung back to me, but there's some some worlds that I'm like, man, I, I totally forgot about this. Like, um, I forget the planet's name, but the one with the gigantic fucking desert that you can explore and just blow shit up in and find yeah. all those crystals and make way too much money and or bolts. Um, you know, just stuff like that. It's just, just fun. It's really coming back to me. So I think the last thing I did was I did the second set of arena battles. Um, and so, yeah, I'm I'm getting there. I'm, I'm a number of hours into this game now, so I'm hopefully going to finish that one soon. Um, but it's a good time. It, it, it is a little frustrating to go back to it because sometimes, like, maybe the camera isn't the greatest. But then also, you know, you lose some of the things that you kind of take for granted in like a more modern ratchet and clank such as being able to access pretty much all your weapons on the wheel and kind of having like tabs to kind of go through whereas this one you have a set number of of weapons but then also there's some some gadgets that you just got to throw in there because you need to use them a lot so it kind of takes up some some space you kind of lose some of that stuff which isn't isn't the greatest but um yeah, it's it's cool, and then yeah, there's just kind of some dumb stuff like like the fucking wipeout racing. Yeah, uh, like I don't know why I just totally fucking forgot about that, and then I did the kind of the second level that you can race in, and I'm like, holy shit, I totally totally fucking just this is just out of my memory bank uh, with this game, but yeah, it's it's a great game. I'm. Very excited to play Up Your Arsenal again because I remember that being like probably my favorite one for a while. Um, and then who knows? I, I did see I have Ratchet Deadlocked installed on my PS3. Do you remember that game? Yeah. That's yeah. a I, I, I loved that game back in the day. It was more just action focused. Um, yep. But it was it was fun. I, I, I loved it. And so yeah, we'll see how much I keep trucking along with ratchet but it's been a lot of a lot of fun to go back to it all right yeah i yeah i i the the new ratchet and clank game is like man that that is the thing i want the most right now like i don't i don't like with all due respect to uh i guess bethesda because i generally like their games and like anyone else putting out i I, I don't really see anything else that compares to my anticipation for the new Ratchet and Clank. Yeah, me. I mean, me too. I mean, the only thing that could beat that to me is is the new God of War, but we know so little about it that you know it's it's kind of hard to get that excited about it. Um, and at least games that are on the on the horizon here, no pun intended. <laughs> um, Ratchet is is by far the one I'm most excited for and, and to see how it utilizes the next gen systems and all that stuff. Yeah, it's going to be good. Yeah. Yeah. I've been I... seeing some people in the, in the PS five subreddit getting, uh, getting some PS fives recently. I don't oh. know. Well, you know, with you moving how much you, you've been looking, but I, I don't know if like things have gotten better. It seems like they probably, 
probably got them in stores though. Mm. So that's okay. That's a thing I, I don't know. I can, I can mask up. I can, <laughs> I can I can mask up. Bring some bring some uh, sanitizing equipment and uh, you know I I can I can I will brave. Yeah, the, sto- the retail stores. <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't know if that situation has been getting better, but I've just seen some people posting their new consoles in, in that Reddit. Mm. All right. Yeah, maybe I'll have, to, uh, I'll have to take a trip. I mean, I'm already going to some places to, uh, to shop for, for stuff for my new, new place that I'm moving into, so I'll keep an eye out for a PlayStation 5 if I'm out there. Yeah. Uh, and then I guess, uh, the other video game we played last week together, uh, we, we played some Apex Legends, and Tyler, I had a good time with that. I did too, I did too. Uh, I'm just so bad at this game anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Like, so fucking bad. Um, but I, I had a good time, especially the last, you know, what, maybe three matches we played, I felt like we got, like, we were in the top five in all of those and like definitely could have won yeah felt like they at least two of them just kind of slipped past us a little bit yeah we got pinched on a couple of them (laughs) yeah yeah we were just kind of in the wrong place at the wrong time sort of thing but but it was it was a lot of fun that that map is really interesting and gorgeous to just exist in i mean it's it's so different for apex and i think that's really exciting and and i i I enjoyed spending a lot more time on that map. Yeah, it was... Th- that map is, uh... Like, it has a, a lot of diversity in the areas that... like, And I guess that's just the nature of, hey, it's kind of like this artificial floating city. Yeah. Uh, so they can do whatever they want with it, but there is a lot of variety there. Um, and, right. uh, I, I... I like the event, I guess, was that was running, that they had, like, the supply drops that just Drop had fully kitted weapons, yep. and that, that that was pretty neat to, yeah. Like he's, being away from the game for so long, you kind of forget like, oh, what do all these attachments do? What, what like, ha, how much does do these attachments improve these weapons? And like it, it's a good way to like play around with like, hey, uh, I actually like the fully kitted version of this weapon. Uh, even when this event is done, maybe I try to go for that weapon now. Right. Um, yeah, I, and I, I think a lot of it is I kind of forgot what a lot of the characters do, <laughs> and like there are new characters or new-ish characters that have, that have, were released last year that I, I didn't really get much time with, and I'm like, damn, I wonder how this shit works. Yeah. So. Yeah, I mean, I am probably going to play more Apex here in the future when I get better internet, and uh, yeah, that should that should be a fun time. Yeah, game remains very, very good, um, mm-hmm. and definitely the battle royale of choice, although I am very intrigued about Warzone. I just yeah. haven't played Warzone in a while, so I've been thinking about at least just installing that, so yeah. who knows. Uh, as far as other video games I've been playing, unless you have anything else. No, that's all I got. Uh, I, I've continued my journey in Appalachia playing Fallout 76. Ooh. 
Uh, I have completed a few storylines. I have created a vaccine for the plague. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's fitting. I just, mm, yep, mm, yep. That, yeah. That's that's one of that's one of the first quest lines you get in that game. Wow, okay. <laughs> curing right. the scorch plague. All right. Uh, <laughs> wow. And I had to convince uh, two factions to uh, to actually take the vaccine. <laughs> Uh, because yeah, it was yeah. Like there, there are like the raiders, and then there are these settlers that are moving into the area uh, as part of like their big introduction of NPCs in the game. And you have to like you have to convince both of those groups of people to be like, no, you fucking need to vaccinate. Like this is no fucking joke. <laughs> mm. Wow. Uh, and then it turns out that uh, you make the vaccine from your own blood because you. You basically created the vaccine with it's your antibodies they're basing it off of, uh, and uh, the way you distribute this vaccine is through a new, I guess, production line of Nuka Cola. <laughs> oh, so yeah, that's how they get their vaccine is drinking Nuka Cola. Wow. Okay. So, Interesting. <laughs> yeah, I did that. Uh, and I guess there's there's more story stuff after that because I guess where the story goes with that is like you're working with the overseer to get this vaccine out and then the overseer has more stuff after that. So the next part of like that quest line is uh, trying to get into this vault, this other vault that's in the area that's been sealed up and hasn't opened yet. Mm. So I'll do that. There's also the Brotherhood of Steel is there now. Um they have a huge base. I haven't started that quest line yet, uh, but yeah, I, I'm I'm having a lot of fun. I I converted my uh, my hunting rifle from a 308 to a 50 cal sniper rifle, <laughs> and that thing fucking rips. That that that's a good good time. Uh, I also man, I have an automatic shotgun that feels real good to use. It's real. It's a waste of ammo. But it feels real good to use. Um, yeah, I'm I'm having fun in the wasteland. Uh, Do you, are you running into players and or, or anything like that? Or uh, yeah, there there are plenty of players across the map. I mean, it's such a huge map that a lot of people are spread out. But I do like to visit uh, players' bases because they will have more often than not they'll have the workbenches uh, set up at in their base and. That's where you can, like, break down your junk into scrap, and they usually have a stash chest, which will allow you to put stuff in your stash. Because, mm. you know, I know not many games have this anymore, but this game has encumbrance. <laughs> so uh, I have to offload shit sometimes. And, yeah. Players also have vending machines. Like, they can put stuff in their vending machines to sell to other players. I'm not sure if they can set their own prices, but I think they can because, holy shit, some people are trying to pull stuff out there. Like, <laughs> they're, they're, I saw some uh, some items in these vending machines that I was like, eh, I don't, I don't really have the money for that. And then I literally just found that item in somewhere that, that was along a quest, quest line, like a quest location. I found that item there, and I'm like, oh, okay, well... <laughs> That's kind of shitty that people are trying to sell that. Um, but yeah. People have made some really cool bases, man. Like, they're, 
there, there's some cool stuff out there. That's awesome. So, so do you, so would you uh, say that they've turned that game around, Bethesda? Yeah, I mean, I guess. I mean, it's still a, it's still a. Th- it's not the Fallout game a lot of people want, but like, mm-hmm. there's a game there. There's a game there that, with quests and all that kind of stuff. Uh, I I don't know what the end game is though. So, I. Th- the level cap, I believe, is 50, at which point you start, I, I guess, unlocking legendary perks. There, yeah, there, there's still a lot to explore. I'm, I'm level 30 right now, I think. Yeah, 30. Okay. So I've, I've got a ways to go. And then, Tyler, football manager. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. All right. Oh, man. All right, guess how many hours of Football Manager I've played. Hmm, well, you had eight hours in last week, I think, right? So I'm going to say you're up to 25. That's pretty damn close. I'm at 24 hours of Football Manager. (laughs) Holy shit. (laughs) Yeah. Holy Uh, shit. So... I mentioned last time that I started a game where, like, I with a job in Germany, in the lower divisions. I read a little bit online, and basically what I did was kind of bullshit. <laughs> so, the real way to play this game is to start with no coaching credentials, uh, and to start unemployed so you don't have a guaranteed job out the gate. So basically, oh. the way the game starts for that is uh, you're unemployed and you're looking at job openings uh, across and just hoping someone will accept you for a job offering and like it for, for an application you you apply to all these job openings and uh, yeah you basically have to settle for very low division jobs most of the time but I think I don't know why the game did this but it let me um it let me take over a job that I think I am completely unqualified for. <laughs> uh, so the ga- how the game works uh, on like kind of like your character side, it- it's kind of like an RPG. Like, so since I'm starting with no coaching credentials, all of my stats for actually coaching are really shit. Mm. Um, and the way you get coaching credentials is that you like. You either pay for them yourself out of your wages, or you ask for the club you're working at to pay for them uh, themselves. And a lot of the times they'll do it if they have the money. But yeah, like, so I have very, like, I don't have a coaching license. I'm an unlicensed coach. And I'm walking into this job where I'm playing the Swedish first division. Like, the, the Premier League of, of Sweden uh they want i applied for the job and accepted but they set conditions they want me to win the league like it's in the middle of the season they're fourth on the table and by the end of the season they want me to win the league for them like wow. they i think they they're like former champions like over the, like the past two or three years they they won the they won the league but me a coach with no credentials they hired and want want me to win the league? <laughs> what the fuck? And I'm like, like 
that's the point where I'm like, oh shit, what did I fucking get myself into? This is not a good first job to have because if I don't do it, I, I, that kind of I lose credibility. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever credibility I had, which was basically none. <laughs> but it's also an opportunity. Like, wow, this brand new coach comes in and fucking wins the league. Uh, and then maybe I'll get an, an offer somewhere else that I like. Um, but yeah, like I've been spending like. Like I have not coached, I have not co- managed my first game yet. Uh, it's in the middle of the season. I guess they have like a mid-season break because there hasn't been a match for like two or three weeks. Um, so I've been spending that time just trying to get to know the the kind of players I have in my squad and trying to figure out what tactics I want to use. And yeah, it's been a lot of looking at spreadsheets again. Like, fucking, I've probably spent, of the, what, 12 hours I spent between last week and this week, I would say about 10 of those hours have been spent looking at spreadsheets and trying to figure out what I want to do with this team. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ, dude. <laughs> it, it's stressful, man. I don't want to loot. I don't want to get fired from my first job. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, but also I probably shouldn't have applied for a job <laughs> that I would, <laughs> like, there were other jobs I could have applied for that would not have had these expectations. Um, right. so, yeah. I, the sad bit is, I think, I think this team that I took a job for in real life had to, like, the club had to dissolve because of the COVID stuff and financial stuff related to that. So it's it's kind of sad, like what what happened in real life with this team. But I'm trying, I'm trying to make it work. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, so yeah, um, they don't really do the COVID stuff in this in in yet. I don't I don't they don't have anything in the game yet. Um, but they do have the Brexit stuff, which is going to be kind of hell for anyone trying to manage an English team. So yeah. Ah, uh, man. But I kind of want to manage an English team. I kind of want to <laughs> go back to England and, I don't know, fuck around there. Uh, I don't know. There's there's a lot in this game. You can p- play so many different different ways. Uh, but, yeah, I'm, I'm going to struggle to get that team <laughs> up to first place, having no experience coaching a team before. Yeah. But what a fucking rabbit hole you can go down. Holy shit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, I'm trying to figure out, like, because they do have some numbered stats, and then they have, like, a star system for, like, how well the player, like, is rated for the level you're you're playing at. And I'm like, okay, well, this player has these traits. He's rated at X number of stars, but like that's this, that's similar to this other player, but that other player is good in different ways. But they play the same position. Who should have the starting job? <laughs> and it kind of yeah. comes down to like what I want to do tactically, and trying to make like make all the players fit in a system that works for them tactically, and works for like the types of players they are. And then I also have to kind of scout ahead and see what other teams are going to try to do against me. So, yeah. It's it's a lot of work, man. It's yeah. a lot of work. Sounds like it. <laughs> um, yeah. 
So, so that's what I've been doing with video games, <laughs> looking at spreadsheets. <laughs> yeah, the best video game. Yes, yes. Um, but yeah, that, that that's what I've been playing. I guess I guess there was news this week. Oh yeah. There usually isn't that much news, but uh, God, we we said we wouldn't talk about cyberpunk, but oh man, they keep stepping in shit, man. Dude. It's unbelievable. So I guess the big thing that happened this week is Jason Schreier did his write-up for Bloomberg about, like, the development process where he, where I guess he got interviews of, like, 20-some current, either current or former staff at CD Projekt Red. And basically, like, the premise, like, the whole, what I got out of that is, uh, they didn't think the game was going to be ready for 2020 at all. Like, they did, so the key things, they... They didn't think the game would be ready for 2020. Uh, the demo we saw, I guess, what was that? 2016? Uh, was, was that, or 2018? 2018. Yeah, that 2018 demo. Fake. Not not the thing they were ever planning to put in the actual game. Like, really. Like, they, they, had, they made that demo specifically just to show off. Um, and, like, just... It it seems like the thing that management did was, hey, we're CD Projekt Red. It's gonna fucking work out in the end, and, and not really addressing like the problems or concerns that the employees were bringing up. Right. Yeah, and and they kind of thought that you know, I guess they were kind of uh, trying to, know how to put it, feeling themselves a little bit. Mm. off of the success of The Witcher 3 and kind of felt that they would have what is actually a kind of a term now is that Bioware magic, mm. you know, which is from the Anthem story that Jason also wrote of like, that's something that Bioware always kind of believed is that, you know, we're Bioware, you know, the we can pull this together at the end. It's... Bioware magic. All of a sudden, the game's good, and they kind of felt that themselves. CD Projekt, and uh, yeah, that didn't really work out. And then, you know, apparently they were working on the engine and the game at the same exact time. Yeah, that's uh, not how you do it. No, which which doesn't make a lot of sense in their in their kind of workflow. I guess is a little free for all like, and in. So a lot of like more veteran staff, I guess, that came over to work on the game that never worked the CD project before were like, "Well, this is fucking bizarre," and like, "It's not how you do it," and can waste a lot of time. But um, yeah, and I think it also came out about and and yeah, it came out about their pay as well. Um, so this is a quote from from the article: "Is last year when CD project." Red explained that it shares 10% of profits with the staff. Gamers and pundits assumed that the devs would get rich. Adrian uh, Jakubiak said that he made around $400 a month when he started as a tester in 2015. In 2018, as a junior programmer, he said he was making $700 a month. Yeah, that's <laughs> which, uh, that's kind of which is really bad. That's worse than minimum wage. <laughs> oh yeah, that's 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 very very bad. If if that is indeed true, because holy crap, 
Um, that, so- that sounds illegal. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, the police system, uh, this is another quote. Uh, and if you're wondering why the police system in Cyberpunk 2077 is so janky, well, it was all done last minute. As is evident by the final product, it was unclear to some, some of the team why they were trying to make both an RPG and a GTA with a fraction of Rockstar staff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and, well, yeah, I, hmm, how do we want to go about this? It didn't stop at that article. Um, no. I know you're, you're not on Twitter, but... The response, I did see. The response from a co-founder at, I forget which, Adams, I forget what his name Adam, is. Oh, uh, yeah. It, it's, it begins with a K. Um, oh, yeah, Christ. Where the fuck is it? Why, why, why can't I, why can't I find this? Man. I'll find it for you. Keep going. Yeah, but basically this guy, in his response said a couple of things that are that cannot be true or if they are it's damning of him specifically and the leadership there uh basically they said that they didn't find a lot of uh the bugs in the PlayStation 4 or Xbox 1 versions of the game when they were testing them like they just didn't he, he claims that they didn't know that that situation was existing right um which is impossible if you're testing the game. Uh, like it's, I I don't I don't understand how, how, unless you just aren't actually testing the game, or if you have like a test team of like one or two people. Uh, right. I, I I don't get how how that happens. Um, also, yeah. like, like the. Hold on, let me let me pull up his response. Um, yeah, Adam, Adam Podolsky. Adam Podolsky. That's his name. Um, but yeah, I mean, so so there's kind of two things, though, with, with him that happened over the past week. There was one where they put out that video explaining, like, these are things that went wrong with the game, and this is our roadmap. Um, and that that's where they said that, you know, hey, we didn't find... Like, he, he started off by saying, like, oh, this kind of falls all, all on me, this falls on management... And then as the video went along, kind of started throwing, like, um, the the testing and, and all that stuff under the bus. Saying, like, yeah, we didn't find that stuff. Which is, like you're saying, it's such fucking bullshit. Like, how you are making this game, you know, that stuff's going to be delivered to, to you, Mr. Manager. You know, like, you know, then it's kind of up to them whether they act on it or not. But... There is you, there is no way in hell that you can tell me that they did not find those bugs and see how awful the base PS4 and Xbox One versions of this game was. Like, that is such fucking bullshit, man. And, and they, they know exactly what they did. They know exactly what they did. And, and so any excuses are just complete nonsense. So there was that video, but then he also responded to... Jason's article as well. Yeah, uh, so I I have this up right now, and I'm not I'm not going to read all of it. Um, but uh, he he's he's responding to some specific things that Jason said in his article, 
Uh, one of those things that's saying most of the staff openly said it wouldn't be ready for release in 2020. Basically, I... Hmm. I, I don't use this term lightly. Basically gaslighting everyone by saying that, that Jason talked to 20 people, some being ex-employees, only one of whom is not anonymous. I wouldn't call that most of over 500 people. Like, it, that's that's a that's a claim made in bad faith because... Jason just didn't have access to all 500 people, and maybe not all 500 would agree to an interview. Like, and yeah. the idea that anonymous sources are invalid is, is just bullshit because, hey, maybe some of those people don't want to fucking get fired. Yeah, absolutely. I and mean, you know that they would, too, just because that's how big fucking corporations and companies work. And it's, it's just dumb to throw that out there as uh, like, hey, you only talk to 20 people when we have over 500 employees. It's like, well, you're not going to talk to all 500 employees, first of all. That's just ridiculous to, for any journalist to do. But then um, it's not like those employees, you know, they, they probably knew like the temperature of the fucking room. Yeah. And, and could... Or kind of speaking a little bit for probably what a lot of the majority of the studio felt. And that's that the game wasn't ready to go, blah, 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 blah. And so what a, what a dumb fucking response to that, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he also responded to the, the fact that that E3 demo was fake by saying that you know, well, certain things did make it into the game, and game development isn't like a linear thing, and things change, which is is totally accurate. Um, but to me, like, and and this is why, like, as fans of video games, sometimes when it comes to events like E three, you know, as exciting as it can be, as exciting to see games and get these announcements, we got to try to stay a little grounded because. Most E3 demos are completely fucking fake, and while there were some, there are some things in that demo that you know made it into that game. Hey, I've um, got the, it's I, it's not the it's not the same vision. It's just not what we were sold at all. Yeah, and I'm gonna say something. I I, I don't really want to talk about the game too much, but you know the car chase scene, right? That yeah, they showed off. Yep, that thing is entirely scripted. You don't have to do anything, and that scene will play out the same way. Correct. You don't... Yeah. Like, that's not even... That's hard... Like, I, I don't I don't want to, like, shit on, like, video games or anything like that, but, like, that's... I, I wouldn't say that's gameplay at all. That's, that's a scripted sequence. Yeah, you have some control in it, but your control in that doesn't matter. You're kind of just... You're watching something, and, yeah, you can shoot. It doesn't matter. Like... You can right. you can you can interact with it, but you could also just not interact with it, and it doesn't change the end result of what that scene is at all. Like it, it doesn't even get you to that scene faster. That it's just, a, it's not even really. It, that's hardly part of the game, right there. Like it's, it, the car chase thing. It's. Like they they sold yeah. it as like this is a thing that you're going to play out in the game and. It's really just a scripted sequence that isn't really, like, you aren't really playing it. 
Right. It, it, so, yeah, that, that's kind of what I'm saying. It's like it's not that things might have changed during development from what you showed off. It's just that the vision is not even the same as to what you were saying this game's going to be. Yeah. It, it's, to me, it's... Which I it's, think, like... What they've done, and I, I don't, I don't like to, I don't like to compare video games, but I think what they've done is even worse than what Hello Games and No Man's Sky did, because what No Man's Sky did was like, like, fucking like the core concepts of what No Man's Sky is or what what they wanted to be were there, like they weren't as fantastic as uh, maybe promised. That like I think some of the biggest uh, biggest complaints was like diversity and like. Like what you're actually seeing out there, and like Hello Games has followed up on that, and made made that better. But like, I think the initial vision of No Man's Sky was what they delivered, just not as like as robust as they may be promised. What what we have here with CD Projekt Red and Cyberpunk is like they show these things, they sold it as something that you're going to play, and it's not something you fucking play. Yeah. Definitely. Now, I want to say with No Man's Sky, like, there were some things that I felt like Sean, Sean Murray did say that were going to be in the game that weren't, like, for example, multiplayer, where he's, he's like, yeah, multiplayer is going to be the game. It wasn't there. Of course, they did fix that. But I, I do agree with you for the most part, and I do agree with you on Cyberpunk, and I think what what makes it worse than Hello Games to me is the fact that CD Projekt Red made the witcher three they made you know even the first two witchers people like they kept improving and then they just kind of they just fucking blew it you mm-hmm. know whereas hello games was just this kind of smaller studio that made some peak games people enjoyed before but nothing you know like holy, holy fucking shit and and it's just way worse with cd project red because they made you know what I think is one of the best games ever made, and yeah. it just yeah they just did not not deliver. And I I just think you know whatever roadmaps cool whatever. It's just at this point they need to pull the Hello Games and shut the fuck up and stop trying to make excuses for yourself. Stop trying to defend yourself and just fix the fucking game. That's it, you know. That's that's what Hello Games did, and look where they're at now. Like people mm-hmm. love that game. That is a great game now, and and what they did is they just went dark for a while, and they're just like, here's a really cool update. It's free. Here's a cool update. It's free. Here's a cool update. It's free. And and you know now, you know when when people bring up No Man's Sky, it's not just about you know maybe the botched launch that it had. It's now. Look at how cool this fucking game is now. And that's, to me, that's what CD Projekt needs to do. They just keep digging themselves a hole and they keep, uh, yeah, they keep, just keep making that hole deeper, I guess. And they just need to stop. Just stop. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, but that the thing is, I don't think that's who they are. No, I, I if, don't. I don't either. If, like, any of what they've been doing has has said anything about like the culture of management in that in that studio that they are absolutely going to fucking try to just talk through it like the entire way through and just step in shit all the way. Yes. Absolutely. 
Absolutely. And I don't know about you. I don't. I don't like it when they just fucking outwardly like say something that's obviously a fucking lie as an excuse, and then throw the people under the throw other people under the bus when really the problems are like shit they fucking created by being like, "Hey, we're gonna fucking release this in 2020 when maybe it should have released it in 2022." <laughs> yes. Um. Yeah, so, it's it's just. It's it's insane. I guess the other smaller bit of news that came out of this though is that the next gen PS5 Series X versions will be out in the second half of 2021. Yeah. Who knows how broken they might be? Maybe they don't come out this year. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's another thing. Maybe it does come out in that 2022 that you know the developers kind of felt should have been the target date in the first place. Um, yeah. It's just like wow. What a fucking... Never would have expected this with this game. Yeah. I mean, I, I kind of see what, where it happens. Like, you you have this management team that's, like, fucking riding high off the success of The Witcher 3, and they're like, we can fucking do anything. It doesn't yeah. fucking matter what people are telling us. Like, we yeah, fucking definitely. did that. And they're just fucking high on their own supply, man. Yeah, I, I agree. And, and, and you... I mean, I say I, I, I never would have thought this uh, would happen with this game in this studio, but now that it has, I think back to all the things that they've said and shown and have done, and and you can kind of start to connect the dots a little bit of like, you know, maybe maybe we should have saw this coming. Yeah, like sort of who's thing. at the forefront of uh, showing this game? Oh, it's it's people and management. They never forefront anyone working on the game, really. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah, and, and like, I think... No, I mean, I guess too. they just didn't have time to... Like, the people actually working on the game just didn't have time to come out and talk to it because they were fucking being worked to death. Yeah, yeah, that too. Um, and I, I think back to E3 2018 when they showed this game off, and or at least they, at the time, showed it off behind closed doors to journalists. And I remember, you know, listening to a lot of people that I enjoy... And and them saying like, oh, this game, I just I can't believe how insane it is. They said that they're going for a PS4. I don't see how that's going to happen. But like, holy fucking shit, this game is like it's it's revolutionary. And to think back to those, <laughs> those things, I'm not throwing the journalists under the bus necessarily, but you know, they, got, they, they were, got they were lying. They, they were fooled. They did. Like they, they were absolutely. And maybe they were, they were I, lied I wouldn't. To. I wouldn't say that that's necessarily on the journalists either, because they were they were sold this as well. Like, the, what, what else did they have to go on? Correct. Absolutely. Oh man! All right, that's enough cyberpunk. We don't need yeah. it. We don't need it. Like, we'll come back in twenty twenty two when we talk about cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. Yeah, that's uh, enough cyberpunk for now until they fucking do something else that's stupid mm. yeah and you know that's probably going to be next week yeah probably at this point at this rate uh, alright well at least well you you won't be playing cyberpunk for a while but, but maybe that gives you time aside from Assassin's Creed Mass Effect Legendary Edition Yeah, it's coming out in March apparently according to a link I mean, a, a leak, not a link. I was clicking a link when I meant to say leak, and that, that slip happened. Uh, but yeah, there's a leak saying March. 
March 12th. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm excited. I want it. Give it to me. Yeah. Yeah, me too. I'm I'm looking forward to it as well and you know, March 12th is a lot sooner than I thought uh for this game, but at the same time I'm getting a little worried because I haven't really shown anything of it. If it's supposed to come out in March, you know, you just think we would have seen something by now, maybe. But yeah, I'm curious to see how. I'm curious to see what they did with the first game because they were saying like, "Hey, we want to make this play more like the other games." Yeah, definitely. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, if it is March 12th, I would imagine we would be getting a trailer here in the next couple of weeks or something. Yeah, I'd hope so. So, uh, yeah, but I'm ready for it. Are you? Are you just? It, are you itching for some space stuff? Oh yeah. What if I told you that? Uh, oh, hold on. What games did they make before? Hold on. Ubisoft Massive. What games did they make before? The Division. The Division. Yep. What if I told you the team that made The Division is also making a Star Wars game now? That actually gets me very excited. Mm. And so, yeah, a lot kind of went down with Lucas this week. I guess we kind of wrap into a lot of discussion here. So Mm. Lucasfilm... um, you know, that's what makes the movies. They started, I guess, kind of a new division called Lucasfilm Games, uh-huh. where it seems like anything that involves Star Wars or Indiana Jones, anything Lucasfilm owns, then they will be involved with it, and it'll be under this Lucasfilm Games banner. Kind of like what Marvel has done with their games uh, as well. Of Like, you know, Marvel doesn't have studios themselves making games they just kind of license those properties out and it seems like Lucasfilm is going to be doing the same thing um, for Star Wars and Indiana Jones and we'll talk a lot about that too basically ending the exclusivity of EA in Star Wars which is incredibly fucking exciting to me Um, because while EA's games have kind of improved. Like they, they obviously really dropped the dropped the ball with Battlefront Two. They have turned that game around, and Jedi Fallen Order is pretty good. You know, apparently Squadron is pretty good. So they've turned it around. But you know, getting more teams involved, more talents involved with putting together Star Wars games is really exciting. So getting to this Ubisoft game with you know, Ubisoft Massive. Man, I don't know. It could be could be really, really cool. Apparently it's going to be an open world game. Uh, for sure. I mean, it's Ubisoft. Other than that, there hasn't been a lot of uh, kind of hints as to what it could be. So is it going to be more of an open world single player game, but in a Ubisoft style? I don't know. I could be fucking down for that. Why not? Mm. Could it be, uh, you know, they did say it's going to be a story-driven experience as well. You know, what does that mean in an open-world sense? With Massive making the division, is it going to be a, 
you know, a third-person shooter. Maybe is it going to be the division, but Star Wars? I don't know. That could be fucking cool. You know, set mm-hmm. on like I don't know, Coruscant or some shit. Oh, why not? Because um, at least with the division two, they they really improved that game a lot, and I really like that game. So I don't know. I, I think there's a lot of really exciting possibilities where this could go. So what 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 are your thoughts on it? I'm just curious what uh, kind of structures they climb to unlock more of the map. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Do they do they dive down into a bale of hay? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Who yeah, knows? I, is there colored loot? Do we get do do we get legendary lightsabers and blasters? Hmm. I don't know. Um. Yeah. I. I. Yeah, I there there's a lot they could do. Uh we know almost nothing. This is literally just a job listing. <laughs> right. Um so Yeah, yeah. I mean it's... I I will say I am more excited for Ubisoft's uh Ubisoft massive Star Wars game than I am for a Machine Games Indiana Jones game. <laughs> All right. I don't give a fuck about Indiana Jones. <laughs> um yeah I just, I just don't like what the fuck like what the fuck are you going to do in an Indiana Jones game other than make another game with the Indiana Jones license Oh no the shit the shit's been done before done before as in the Indiana Jones movies or uncharted or uh, there's uncharted there's tomb raider yeah, there's fucking like, I mean, there's shit like, I I don't I don't know what else you do with Indiana Jones. Like, is it going to be a first person game? It's coming from Machine Games. Is it just going to be, uh, a Nazi shooter? Like, I I get it. Like, shooting Nazis that that's a good thing to be doing right now in video games. That that's a cathartic thing. But like, they already have Wolfenstein. Do we need an Indiana Jones game? Hmm. I mean, do we need an Indiana Jones game? Maybe we don't need it. Could be fucking awesome. Yeah. Um, is Machine Games the studio I would have picked to make this? Not necessarily. Does it have potential? Of course, because that's a cool studio. Of course, we didn't really. Does know Harrison Ford about get it. his head cut off and <laughs> put on a fucking super soldier body? Yeah. I don't know. And those are the questions that. Are, I think are kind of important. Like, is Harrison and Ford involved with this this game at all? It sure I can't don't be Shia know. LaBeouf. <laughs> no, it, it can't. But, like, Harrison Ford's getting really old. Um, I know they're making one more movie, but, like, damn. I don't know. He doesn't um, sound like he wants to do shit. <laughs> no. Like, and you it, hear any er- interview, it's <laughs> like, he is fucking, like, He'll take the check, but he don't want to be. He don't. He doesn't really want to get. Yeah, it ain't in him anymore. I think it was pretty obvious in the Fourth Awakens that he didn't really want to be there. Um, as much as I like that movie, he wasn't awful in it, but it's like I don't know. Um, so yeah, I think this is just I don't know. It's really fascinating to me, and I don't think you do it first person. Um, I just think that would be weird. And I, so I, I feel like it 
kind of has to be a third person game. Yeah, because what if if it's first person? What's the point of making it an Indiana Jones game? Right. If you don't yeah. see Indiana Jones, exactly. So, so I think it's it's kind of got to be third person. But I think there's two other really big questions with Bethesda and Machine Games making an Indiana Jones game. Um, where do let's just start with number one. Where does that leave Wolfenstein? Um, I think to me, I still think they're going to do Wolfenstein three because I they feel have like this. To. We have to yeah. kill Mecha Hitler. Yeah, exactly. One one the story's in a in a spot where they kind of have to. But then two, I feel like this game is probably barely in development. So you know, Wolfenstein three just makes a lot of sense to do to get that wrapped up and then move on to this. And then the other question is. Is this an Xbox exclusive? I don't think so. I don't think Lucasfilm lets that happen. Really? Lucasfilm games. I think... Yeah, I mean, hmm. like... What other examples do we do we have? Like, is this going to be Xbox's Spider-Man? I don't think so. Could be. I don't... Okay, I don't think Indiana Jones is nearly as popular as Spider-Man. No, and, and I'm, I don't not, think, I'm not... I don't think Microsoft would... I think Microsoft knows that, and, like, you have to imagine if you want to make Indiana Jones exclusive to your platform, you got to be giving up something. And I don't think Xbox does that. Yeah, I'm not saying Indiana Jones is as big as Spider-Man, but um, I think it totally could be exclusive to Xbox. Spider-Man's way bigger than Indiana Jones, but Marvel's okay with Insomniac and Sony making an exclusive Spider-Man game that isn't on other platforms that yeah, but they you can gotta, sell millions of more copies. You gotta so, imagine they're paying for that, though. Like, you gotta imagine Sony's paying for that exclusivity a little sure, bit. Sure, like, then, then why couldn't Microsoft or Bethesda pay for why would the they, Indiana though? Jones? Because uh, I think Indiana Jones still is a, is a, is a big property, and having that exclusively on your platform, especially if it's a good game, could be a, a big deal, especially when you need ex- exclusives as well on the Xbox side. Yeah, but I don't think... Personally, I don't think this is where you put your chips down. Maybe. I think I think Indiana Jones is for old people. <laughs> I, I don't know. Really, like, I watched, I I like watched those movies there is, this past year, and I, I liked them. I liked them. Maybe people our age is maybe the youngest that anyone even gives the slightest shit about Indiana Jones. I cannot imagine <laughs> anyone in their mid to mid twenties and younger giving a fucking shit about Indiana Jones. Yeah, and I, I think that's just they kind of dropped the ball on keeping Indiana Jones relevant. I think the biggest thing there is constantly keeping it attached to Harrison Ford. Uh, you know, I, I think about Indiana Jones. I've, I've thought about this recently because I did watch the movies, the tr- trilogy this year, and I, I enjoyed them. I think they're great movies. Um, but why can't Indiana Jones be like fucking James Bond in that, you know, Harrison Ford had his time and now we're gonna, we're gonna get someone new to play Indiana Jones and, you know, we're gonna do a trilogy with them. Because to me, Indiana Jones is more about just the adventure, you know, rather than who the fuck's playing him. So I think that's just part of they kind of drop the ball on keeping Indiana Jones 
super relevant for for a long time. And of course, they tried uh, with Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, um, and they're going to try again with whatever this new movie is. So, I don't know. What a weird combination, though. I just think that is such a weird combination. Never would have expected Machine Games to be making an Indiana Jones game in the future. And let's also not forget to throw out that Todd Howard is the executive producer of this game. Todd. Just What? <laughs> I, I, I don't get it. What, what is he... What's his job? What is, what is Todd's job? Yeah, that, that makes me wonder as well if, you know, it's not official yet, but when Microsoft makes the purchase of ZeniMax and Bethesda, is Todd Howard going to be taking on a different role within that company? Because apparently they, they said that him, you know, being involved with this game is not going to change his involvement with Starfield or Elder Scrolls Six. but does he start to oversee more? teams um or is this just a one-off case uh, that's another question there's there's so many fucking interesting things about this that we really won't know for a while I guess yeah, and it know. makes you wonder like what is it what is actually the nature of his involvement is he just attaching his name to it because people know who todd howard is 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 that just something they're doing to make it a little bit more notable i yeah. I don't know. All right. Who knows? Big news out of the Lucasfilm. Yeah, area, you got to imagine. Yeah. I mean, they said there are going to be more games announced uh, yeah. this year. Yeah. So. And more, more with EA as well. So they're not cutting EA off. They're still going to make games with them as well. But I wonder what other teams are going to have a... Uh, access to their their ip and make stuff for them mm. maybe square enix takes a second uh second crack at the games as a service with <laughs> Star Wars. oh no please no no uh, we don't need crap. that no we don't or do we <laughs> You know, I, I don't think that's a bad idea. I don't think Square Enix should do it. No. A Star Wars games as a service makes a ton of sense. Yeah, I, I mean, mean they, they've had an MMO running for a long time. Right. So, like, the next step in modernizing that kind of, uh, that kind of method of supporting a game is, is the games as a service model. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I, like, that's the thing that... I think maybe is the Ubisoft massive game. Could be. Yeah, I mean, because Ubisoft makes a ton of those games. Mm-hmm. There's three three games that I want out of Star Wars, and I'm not sure who would make them or whatever. Well, one of them I already know who makes it. But I want, obvious. the most obvious one for me is just a sequel to Jedi Fallen Order. I thought that game was so good and really want to see where that goes. Two, I would love a remake, reboot, sequel, doesn't fucking matter, to Republic Commando. Mm, yes. Because that yes. game was awesome, and a game like that would be so fucking cool. And then three, I kind of just want a really deep 
Star Wars RPG, single player RPG, a lot like Knights of the Old Republic. I'm not saying it has to be a Knights of the Old Republic three or anything, but I could be All fucking right. rad. Could be so fucking rad. When Larian Studios is done with Baldur's Gate three. Oh shit! Oh <laughs> shit, dude! <laughs> you getting me wet? Ah, the next best best thing. Uh, I mean, Obsidian. They made Pillars of Eternity. Mm. They could... But that's another one that might be exclusive. That's one that I say would be exclusive to Xbox. Yeah, definitely. Um, but yeah, Larian Studios, Star Wars RPG. Mm. Oh my god. I would love that so much. Oh, I can see that just working so well. We said it here. So yeah. if, it, if it happens, the... The world of gamers have to thank us. Uh, they they have to pay tribute. Um, so gamers, uh, get your wallets out. Uh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah, we should get a cut of that check. Yes. Um, <laughs> shit, who's doing? Is that is that a, is that what John Drake is doing over at Disney? Yes, I think so. Because I think he's heading up a lot of this sort of this sort shit. of stuff. So that's yeah. what. He, what he went on to do. <laughs> okay. Yeah. It's pretty pretty exciting. All right. Um we've got a few delays, I guess. I mean a couple. I see one here. Um All right. The- so Hogwarts Legacy not coming out this year. I'm not sure where we landed on that prediction. Yeah, I don't I don't know if we said that or not, but this is not surprising. Yep. Uh delayed till 2022. So, yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not into that wizarding world anymore. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, I'm not the biggest Harry Potter fan, but I'm at least very intrigued by this game. And you know, whatever. If it needs delay, that's cool. Um, two things. One, if it comes out in 2022, I still, I feel like it's fucking weird to put out a PS4 and Xbox One version. But yeah. I guess who knows where. We'll be there, uh, be with supply and, and, and all that stuff. But uh, do you think this de- this delay, this is pure, like, fucking conjecture, like, you know, put your tinfoil hat on, I guess. But do you think it has anything to do with J.K. Rowling's situation and the shit she uh, spews out of her mouth? Um, and I don't know. I, I guess wanting to see if that stuff dies down at all, I guess. Mm. No, I think it's more, uh, we've seen very little of this game, mm-hmm. and it's just not fucking ready. Yeah, that's probably it. That's why I said kind of put your tinfoil hat on for it, but I guess it's always a thought with this game. All right. Uh, another delay, Ubisoft Riders Republic. Uh, their kind of extreme sports game was supposed to come out in February is later this year uh, no new release date announced um, no but once again Ubisoft kind of getting themselves in this in this situation where they announce a bunch of games they give them dates for some reason and then they delay them all mm-hmm. <laughs> like just just stop giving them dates um, and just give them a date when you know you're totally ready. And I know they're probably doing that for shareholders 
and investors, but... You gotta imagine working there, and they say a date that you know is not going to be able to fucking be met is kind of stressful. Yeah, definitely, and, and, you know, what, they've delayed... Now, this game, they delayed Far Cry, and I thought there was another one that they delayed, and they were trying to get all these games out before March, so they would have just been stacking games on top of each other, and just, I don't know, just doesn't seem smart, I guess. So who knows when this will come out. All right, and then I guess the the last delay we he- have here, um, Pragmata, uh, the Capcom game that looked like a Kojima game, but isn't. It's, yeah. It's delayed? I I don't know when it was supposed to come out. Like, it so, said 2022, and now it's bumped to 2023. Like, if the game is this early, why are we seeing it? Yeah, so, here, so, the reason why I threw this article in is actually what's later in this article that I feel like should be getting the headlines over this because this is just fucking stupid to, one, announce, but two, to have that be the lead thing in your article, uh, that lead headline. Because it just doesn't make any sense. So Pragmata did get a 2022 release window when it was announced at Sony's showcase. So delaying it to 2023, okay, who gives a fuck? Because it's, it's 2021, and it's barely 2021. Um, Project Athia, same thing. Um, they, they, I don't know if they gave a release window, but they, it came up with the, the classic Square Enix, uh, now in development sort of thing, which that just means, you know, it's fucking far away. So once again, that, that doesn't make a lot of sense. Like 2022, sure. To me, it's what, what's, I guess, more on the horizon, um, of, that they kind of got some release windows. That's kind of exciting to me. So Kenna Bridge of Spirits is supposed to come out March 2021. So that's pretty cool. Uh, Ghostwire Tokyo in October 2021. feel like that makes a lot of sense. And Little Devil Inside comes out in July of 2021. Okay. I mean, that's a weird way to do it. But uh, it's out there, I guess. (laughs) Yeah. So kind of kind of bizarre on a lot of these, but hey, at least we have some more, I guess, windows for all these these games. And I'm just the only one. It's not even listed here. I'm just like, when does Ratchet come out? Yeah. God damn it! What's going on? <sighs> yeah. All right. Um. Shit. What do I want to talk about next? I want to talk about this Resident Evil Village gameplay thing. Yeah. Uh, there's a tall vampire lady. Yes. Uh, the internet really likes the tall vampire lady. Um, I know you're not on social media, but that is um, that is the thing people really like out of this. Uh, it also looks really fucking weird. For a Resident Evil game, it's weird. And that's yeah. saying something. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm, I'm excited for it, though. Yeah. So we, we're getting a Resident Evil showcase uh, January 21st at uh, 5 p.m. Eastern. Oh, all right. Yeah. So that's cool. Um, and they said there's going to be a new trailer for Resident Evil Village and 
They said there'll be more. Um, I'm really hoping for a release date or a window at least for this game. I'm really looking forward to it. Also makes me wonder if they'll talk about any other Resident Evil properties or games. Um, I think anyone getting excited about them announcing RE4 remake is just like no. Why? Why would they do that? At least to me. Resident Evil Village is like the next big game that they want to push. So yeah. RE4 remake would totally take away from that because that would that would have all the hype. Um, so that just doesn't make make a lot of sense uh, to me to reveal that. So I don't expect that at all. But do wonder if they'll talk about anything else. They'll do Resident Evil Zero remake. Do you remember Resident Evil Zero? I do. You're on that yeah. fucking train. It's all fucking claustrophobic as fuck. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I I don't want that at all. I think that's one of the worst Resident Evils. <laughs> I never really played it, but I, I do. I have seen it. Uh, all right. Man. We have numbers. Do you want to do numbers next? Sure. Uh, NPD numbers. Uh, December's top selling games. Yeah, let's let's just do that one first, and then and then we also have uh, the the twenty twenty overall. Um, I've not looked at any of these lists. Uh, if I see Marvel's Avengers near the top of either of these, I'm going to uh, my brain's going to explode. Wow. Um, so let, let's look at December here first. Okay. 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 Yep. Hmm. So, where, where, where... How do we do this? Oh, oh shit, they had this shit split out. All the way out. Huh. Okay. I guess we'll just go overall, right? That's what we usually do. Um, what, what, do, what do you see? Because I'm seeing a chart of the top 20. Yeah, I see... 20 but then down below that they have they have some things split out yeah why don't we just do the overall I guess that we usually do okay Uh, number 20 Mortal Kombat 11 19 Ring Fit Adventure 18 Super Mario Party 17 Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild 16 Super Mario Odyssey 15 New Super Mario Brothers U Deluxe it's not a New Super Mario Brothers game is it like? Hmm. Um, no, I mean that... it is. It is a new Super Mario Brothers game, but it's a. It's from the Wii U. Was was it called New Super Mario Brothers yes. on the Wii U? It was. Yeah, that's new Super a... Mario Brothers U. <laughs> that's the thing about naming things like that. It's not a new Super Mario Brothers anymore. <laughs> I guess not, but <laughs> you, that you was just... kind of their thing, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, 14, FIFA 21, 13, Hyrule Warriors, Age of Calamity, 12, Just Dance 21, or 2021, and, uh, at number 11, Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. Number 10, Super Mario 3D All-Stars, 9, Immortals Phoenix Rising, 8, NBA 2K21, 7, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, 6, Animal Crossing New Horizons, 5, Madden NFL 21, 4, Spider-Man Miles Morales, 3, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, Two, Cyberpunk 2077. Number one is Black Ops Cold War. 
Mm. Um, one, look at how many Nintendo games is on this fucking chart. Yeah. Yeah. It's like half the list. It's just crazy to me. Um, it is two, half the list. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And then two, we know Cyberpunk 77, or 20, yeah, that it sold 13 million copies. Uh, this chart does not take into account digital sales, so I imagine it's probably the best-selling game of December. Volatile, but who knows? Yeah. Refunds, though. Yeah. Refunds. Yeah, that's another thing. Um, all right. So, yeah. That's, now, that's December. I mean, I guess the other thing throughout with December is that uh, every month, pretty much, has just been insane in terms of overall sales and December was up 25% compared to December 2019 7.7 billion dollars in sales holy smokes alright now to look at the year overall in 2020 uh, the best selling games I'm gonna I'm gonna start down at 20 okay at number 20 <laughs> Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1 plus 2. Which is Tony Hawk Pro Skater 3. People have made that joke. (laughs) Uh, Number 19. Cyberpunk 2077. You poor suckers. Uh, 18. MLB The Show 20. That's weird. Didn't they put out a new MLB The Show this year? Oh wait, no, that would have been... I forgot what year it was last year. (laughs) (laughs) Oh yeah. Uh, 17, Dragon Ball Z Kakarot. Wow. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that's surprising. 16, Mortal Kombat 11. 15, FIFA 21. 14, Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. 13, NBA 2K21. 12, Marvel's Spider-Man, Miles Morales. And at number 11, Marvel's Avengers, you dumb motherfuckers. Uh, yeah. You really love to buy a bunch of dumb shit, don't you? Yeah. You fucking I mean, gamers. I'm part of that, I guess. I would love if back in September when this game launched, if my one sale of Avengers is what put it above NBA. Christ. <laughs> um, anyways, uh, number 10, Final Fantasy VII Remake. 9, Super Mario 3D All-Stars. 8, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. 7, Ghost of Tsushima. 6, The Last of Us Part 2. 5, Assassin's Creed Valhalla. 4, Madden NFL 21. 3, Animal Crossing New Horizons. And this is just nuts to me. 2, is Call of Duty Modern Warfare. And number 1 is Black Ops Cold War. Double bear. Bo- hit them with both barrels, Call of Duty. Yeah. I don't know what, if that has ever happened with Call of Duty. That, you know, the previous year's Call of Duty has just sold that well in the following year. Yeah, I wonder insane. how much, because this is on dollar sales, I wonder yeah. how much of that, where the revenue for uh, for Warzone goes. Yeah, I don't know. I really don't know. It's interesting. Hmm. I also wonder, Animal Crossing, this does not, any of the Nintendo games do not include digital sales. I wonder if Animal Crossing's uh, digital sales would be enough to put it above Call of Duty. 
I mean, I bought it digitally. Yeah, me too. So I imagine a lot of people did. So I really wonder where that would put it at at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. And then obviously Cyberpunk should be way up there higher. So I don't know. Well, Cyberpunk should not be on this list because it should not have released <laughs> <Yes>. this year. <laughs> right, right. That that is true. That is true. Um, so yeah, pretty pretty interesting. Some of, some of the games on here. I think it's great to see some of the newer stuff on here, like Final Fantasy VII, Last of Us, Ghost of Tsushima. You know, games like that. Dragon Ball Z sell really well this year. That's exciting. See, it's cool to see Mortal Kombat 11 still hanging up there. Being a fighting game. Yeah, so and so obviously, with the pandemic, video games had a really fucking good year. Yeah. Total video game sales went up by 27%. Hardware up 35%. That's, that's a lot of people buying shit. Yeah. It is nearly $57 billion in in sales. That is a lot. Holy shit. Holy shit. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Huh. Crazy, crazy year, right? Yeah. I would imagine it's going to continue into 2021 with the state of the world. Um, I, I just would wonder by how much, you know. Is it going to continue this upward trend, or is it going to fall off a little bit at any point? I don't know. But, yeah, video games had a very successful year. Yeah. All right. Uh, I mean, we have some console sales stuff here. I'm not sure. This looks like it's based on Japan's numbers. Yeah. I kind of wanted to throw this in there just as an interesting talking point. Um so Nintendo Switch accounted for 87% of all consoles sold in Japan in 2020. So uh, there were 6.85 million consoles sold in Japan in 2020. PS4 came in second place with around 543,000 units, and PS5 sold over 255,000 units. Um, been reading a lot of interesting stuff and in, in hearing that apparently the PS5 isn't doing so hot in Japan, and is like the worst selling console at launch for PlayStation yet over well, there. S- send them over here. Send them over here. <laughs> I know, right? I know. Um, so I think, I don't know, it's just kind of interesting. And I think one is maybe the software might not be there. Um, f- for one, there's not a lot of games, I guess, on the on the console that are like brand new that appeal a lot to Japan. And, and, but then, too, you know, Japan's more... They've already always been more about mobile gaming uh, for a while. So yes, the, I, I the, think the that trend's was huge. Too. Correct. Uh, and, you know, the Switch being portable, I think that's, that's, the na- that's the natural step for a lot of people over there. Yeah, definitely. And, like, even the Vita sold pretty well over there mm-hmm. <laughs> um, altogether. So that, that makes a lot of sense. I just wonder if, one, it'll turn around uh, dramatically for the PS5, and then, two, if Sony even cares, mm. which is also 
because I, which is also interesting to think about because I feel like Sony's put a lot more emphasis on marketing towards like Western markets um, because that's where they've predominantly been selling the most, uh, especially over the PS4 generation when when that used to kind of be flipped around or at least a lot more even. Um, I don't know. See where where it goes, I guess, over the year. But it's kind of a fascinating little statistic. Yeah. Um. Okay. That. That. That's the video games. We have non-video game stuff here, Tyler. You put non-video game stuff in our video game podcast. Yeah. So, tell us about Naughty Dog's uh, IPs being in shit. Yeah. So. Sony has this whole kind of PlayStation, uh, what, what do they call it? PlayStation like movies or whatever, um, where they're going to make a lot more movie and TV shows based off of their own IP and be involved with them. And um, Jim Ryan said that you know with with the Uncharted movie and HBO doing The Last of Us that it's just the beginning of the expansion of our storytelling into new media uh, to even wider audiences. Um, so, yeah, apparently there's a lot there's a lot going on over there. Uh, they're also, I think they're making a Twisted Metal show. Oh? As well. Okay. Which I also heard, or at least it's a rumor or something, but that would be really fucking weird, but <laughs> why not? Um... Yeah, I don't know. Is there any any other PlayStation IP that could make like a really good movie or TV show? Or do you want that? Or I don't, I don't want any of this. I'm even if it's good. No, I don't want it. Mm-hmm. I there's plenty of stuff out there. I, I don't need this. I don't want it. It's not. It's not something I'm interested in. I play Uncharted. I play The Last of Us. I, I, I play all these... I don't want another Ratchet and Clank movie. Like, the, you remember they did that. For, they that did. was alongside the release of the game. It was basically kind of the story of the game. Yes. Just, like, loosely adapt. I don't need any of that. Like, the only video game movies that, like, I feel kind of worked for me are things that actually also exist in other things other than video games and movies, and that is um, shit that was, like, like Pokemon... Detective Pikachu I enjoyed, but Pokemon mm-hmm. was was a card game before it was a video game, I believe, right? Yeah, I think, or, I think you're right on that. Or they were, like, they were, like, side-by-side side pretty much historically. Like, they, those things right. kind of came up at the same time. And the TV show. And then, yeah, the TV show. So. And, like, that stuff, like, was, I, see, I, I just don't, I don't see anything that Sony has. Like, I don't need, what's a Horizon show? I don't want that. I don't want it. I don't want that movie. I, I, I'm happy with these things being games. But. Tr- stop trying to invade every other aspect of my life. I have other shit I'm interested in. <laughs> yeah, it's... Uh, I, I'm one that, have like, 
if it's good, I can be down for it. Um, if it's trying to like kind of do its own thing, I could be down for it as well. Um, and, and that's kind of the thing of like, I, I could maybe see some of these PlayStation IP being a cool way to explore the universe that they've created with some of these, you know, properties. But to kind of regurgitate the the story of the game like they might be doing with The Last of Us. I don't know how I feel about that necessarily because I think playing the game is a lot more impactful because you're you're part of it. You're controlling it. And, and so... And you have different me, expectations got, for like for what it is when you're playing it than you do for yeah. like something you're sitting down and watching. Yeah. So I don't know. I think they I think there's potential here, but I think they just need to be careful and they also need to just, just do it right, sort of thing. Like just putting out like a bad uncharted movie would that's eh, just you know, no one needs that. That what does that serve? Like it's it's got to have a lot of a, a lot of purpose to it. And then I also just wonder if how much, not only the people that play the games and the fans of the game, uh, the franchise and stuff, but how much people outside of that give a fuck about some of this stuff. That'll I guess we won't really see until you know the Uncharted movie comes out or HBO's Last of Us and stuff. Like, is it just going to be? kind of people like us watching that stuff or is it going to drag a lot of people in and I feel like they they got to do it right and and make it have meaning so that it it can can maybe expand the audience that might want more and get into games who knows hmm. but they're just they're totally there's just such different things it's yeah, kind of weird I, yeah I, I don't know I don't I think that, well, I, I, I just don't, I think there are better ways to spend your resources, like maybe developing a new IP, because I feel like, I feel like uh, Uncharted and The Last of Us are going to run their course over this generation of consoles, and they're going to be searching for something else. Yeah. I feel, I feel like Uncharted really has run its course. Like, I don't know, like, you release an Uncharted movie, what does that make people do? Go out and buy these, what, now at least five-year-old games? Right. Yeah, I don't know. Who knows? All right. Uh, That's all the news, I I believe. Yeah, I think we got it all. Yeah, it's a lot lot of news this week. Yeah. Um... And I imagine we'll get more video game announcements and delays as we continue on, because uh, shit ain't normal yet. Not that normal is necessarily good, but normal is something we can we can anticipate. I don't know what games are actually going to come out this year. <laughs> Who knows? Um, but I'm looking forward to them regardless. Whichever yeah. ones do. Uh, if you know what video games are going to come out this year, uh, you should tell us. Um, you should send us an email about what video games are actually coming out this year, because I would love to know. Uh, you can do that at PlayStation Report Podcast at gmail.com. 
or via Twitter at PS Report Podcast. Um, you can find me at the Arctic Sloth. You can find Tyler and his YouTube channel at Plugged On Vids. Um, yeah, that's gonna do it. Till next week. I get, stay safe. Um, don't do anything really fucking stupid. Like try to shoot up the inauguration. That that would be bad. Don't do that. That's uh, yeah. Um, and if you know people who are planning to do that, definitely rat them out. Yeah. Um, sure. Because, uh, yeah, uh, we don't need that shit. That's the last thing we fucking need for our show next week. Um, so, yeah, until then, be good to each other, play your video games, and... <laughs>